the S-Bar podcast. Welcome to the last of the five episodes of the S-Bar podcast. These podcasts are designed to be listened to after attending the S-Bar simulation course, although please feel free to listen even if you've not attended the session. And should you want more information about the course, then you can always email us at sbar.simulation at nhs.net. These podcasts form part of the SETS course, which stands for SBAR Education Through Technology and Simulation, and are designed and funded as part of a technology-enhanced learning grant from Health Education Kent, Surrey and Sussex. They are a collaboration between Surrey and Sussex Healthcare NHS Trust and Sussex Community Trust. Over this episode, we are talking through the fourth and final simulation scenario and are looking at some more potential options for SBAR communication within the care home setting. As ever, we'd love to hear your examples of where you found using SBAR helpful, so please do drop us a line at sbar.simulation at nhs.net with all of your stories. So this introduction in SBAR format. Situation. I am Dr Ian Wilkinson. And I am Dr Natalie Broomhead. And we're consultant geriatricians at East Surrey Hospital in Redhill. And we're two of the faculty who teach the SBAR education through technology and simulation course. This is the final podcast in this series. Background. In each of these podcasts, we have focused on a different way to use SBAR as a communication tool in care homes. Assessment. In this episode, we're going to look at a patient who has dementia and coexisting depression leading to behaviour that challenges. Recommendation. As we talk through this episode once again, think about how you can be using SBAR as part of your daily routine in your place of work to improve information transfer from one person to another. In the fourth simulation, we meet Mr Smith. He's an 85-year-old gentleman who has dementia. Over the past few months, he has become more difficult to manage. He's been prone to agitation and occasional aggression, although he's never been violent to anyone. He has a community psychiatric nurse called Jane who sees him regularly. The last time she saw him, she wondered if he might be depressed and was going to talk to his GP. Today, he's sitting in his room and refusing to come down to the dining room for lunch. In this scenario, we see someone who's become depressed over the last few months. Depression is common in patients with dementia and at times it can be hard to spot as it may develop over a period of time. The difference here with delirium that we talked about before is that delirium changes very suddenly. Some patients with dementia may also develop behaviours that challenge. In one survey, 70% of care homes reported this happening. When thinking about these patients, it's important to try to think about the cause of the behaviour, be it that they need to go to the toilet but are unable to vocalise this, or that they're in pain, or, as in this case, they're becoming depressed. These patients, by and large, are best managed by people they know and in a care setting they're familiar with. During the simulation day, you'll have seen some really good examples of communication skills by your colleagues that may be used to modify or address the behaviours without them escalating. There are also some tips in the Communicating with Patients with Cognitive Impairment episode of the MDT podcast, which can be found at www.thehearingaidpodcast.org.uk forward slash MDT, where the T is like a cup of tea. When seeing a patient who has behaviour that challenges, then SBAR can be used to structure a conversation with the patient's community psychiatric nurse or CPN, their relatives or their GP. So as an example... Situation. I am Natalie and I am one of the staff looking after Mr Smith and I'm calling today as he's not quite his usual self. Background. Mr Smith has mild dementia and when you came to see him a few weeks ago you were wondering if he was getting depressed. We've noticed since then he's been eating less well and has been more agitated at times. Assessment. Today he's worse than he was before and we feel he has been getting worse and lower in mood this week whilst his son has been away on holiday. Recommendation. Could you come and visit him again please and advise on where we should be going next with his management? Here, Jane, his CPN, gets all the information she needs and is able to make a decision to come and see him. 
Not doing so at this time might mean that things get worse over the coming weeks, culminating in a really difficult to manage behaviour that may result in hospitalisation. Up to one in ten older people can have depression. People with dementia are more at risk and can become depressed for a number of reasons. As a result of lifestyle factors such as isolation, worries about the future or frustration with their reducing abilities or biological makeup, people with vascular dementia, for example, are more likely to have depression than those with Alzheimer's disease. Recognising the symptoms takes a skilled eye and there's a degree of crossover with the progression of a person's dementia. But as the people looking after these clients, you're most likely to notice. The symptoms include being moody, feelings of worthlessness, anxiety, a lack of interest or interaction with their surroundings. More physical symptoms include changes in appetite and waking up early. In more severe cases, people may refuse food or drink. Depression may also exacerbate many of the common symptoms of dementia itself, with a worsening of memory and an increase in confusion. In this scenario, Mr Smith was also not eating or drinking very much. With him, it had been a more recent change, probably due to his depression, and should get better when that's treated, although this can also be a common problem as the illness of dementia progresses. This is often a sign of the development of the later stages of the disease. Often, at this time, patients are losing significant amounts of weight, and it might be a spur on to make an advanced care plan with the patient's relatives if this had not been done before. Again, SBAR could be used in this conversation. Situation. I'm Ian, and I'm the manager of the care home looking after Mr Smith. I wanted to meet you today to talk about making an advanced care plan for his future care. Background. Mr Smith has been living with us for the past few years, and we feel that we know him quite well now. Assessment. We feel that his dementia has progressed whilst he's been with us, and there are times now that he's not eating or drinking very well at all. We're worried that this may become more of a problem in the coming months and that he will be at risk of dehydration and complications. Recommendation. I'd like us to talk about this and to start thinking about what Mr Smith would like for his care from here going forwards. On teaching this course, we've heard some wonderful examples of things that different care homes do to try and help their residents eat. Finger foods help so people can graze and eat little and often. One care home has a permanent tray of food on offer in the sitting rooms with a mixture of sweet and savoury foods for their own residents to snack on. Another home prepares smoothies for its residents with their favourite fruit in it. Another has ice cream on hand. Another has biscuits and cakes with each cup of tea. What is important is to try to do everything we can to help people keep their calorie intake up and then recognise when this is not happening and using it as an opportunity to talk about the future with relatives or to ask for help from the medical team at this point. If patients do lose weight due to the advancement of their dementia, they often become at very high risk of developing infections. And planning for future care where the patient would like these to be treated is important. Now that can be in hospital or it could be staying in a care home and having perhaps tablet antibiotics. So in this situation, Mr Smith, who has dementia, had behaviour that was difficult for the care home to manage because he was becoming depressed. SBAR can be used here to talk to the resident about their problems or to liaise with a patient's CPN, general practitioner or psychiatrist. Or in a patient whose dementia is progressing to help starting a conversation with the relatives about advanced care planning. The SETS course is a collaboration between Surrey and Sussex Healthcare NHS Trust and Sussex Community Trust. It is funded by a technology-enhanced learning grant from Health Education Kent, Surrey and Sussex. A hearing aid podcast's Big Things Media Production.